Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good afternoon. Welcome to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. You can catch up with past episodes online anytime. Talk1370.com slash experts also on the odyssey app look for talk 1370 click on ask the experts and catch up with past episodes anytime anywhere joining us in the studio today we're going to talk a little financial planning juanita stevens is joining us with jay stevens wealth management juanita welcome to ask the experts thank you so much let's get right down into it your title is a financial planner what is that and how is it different from a financial advisor a financial advisor is someone who may sell you some products. You may get referred to them or you, you find them somewhere and they may sell you a specific product. A financial planner looks at your life holistically. I'm looking at everything that's important to you. So I ask a million questions about your family, about where do you want to be when you retire? What does retirement look like to you? Where are you right now? And how long is it that you're looking to get there? And then we put together a plan that gets you from where you are right now to where you're trying to be. And so that's why I say we look at it holistically, because I'm looking at your whole life, not a product. Yeah, a lot, a lot more holistic approach. You kind of yeah. answered it there, but why would someone work with a financial planner? So think about it. Whatever profession you're in, you're probably really good at that. But that is your expertise. So you're not a lawyer, so you wouldn't do your own lawyering, right? You're not a doctor. You wouldn't try to operate on yourself. And so I always say stay in your lane. People know what they do, but they may not. Most people really are not very good at, at financial planning at knowing how to get started or put together a really good plan. And so you go to a, prof a professional to help you with those things you don't know how to do. Take us through the process of, of how you go about financial planning. What all does it encompass in that first meeting? So I always say the first meeting is like a first date. And we come in, they, they meet with me, and, and what I do is I ask a few questions and then I sit back and listen because I'm trying to find out what are their fears and their concerns because that's what I need to address, right? I ask a million questions. Do you have kids? Do you have anybody in your family that you take care of their special needs that we need to know about? Do you have anything that's special that you need to accommodate for? 
And then I let them know that all of this stuff we're talking about, we're going to put together and come up with a plan for you. But if I don't know your full story, if I don't know everything that's important to you, it's hard for me to do that. So that first meeting literally is like a first date. I'm going to ask a whole bunch of questions, and I'm going to sit back, and and you're going to see me taking a bunch of notes. And then I tell them, now listen, if we're a good fit for each other, because they may not like me, right? Or they may say, "Eh, I don't think I heard what I want to hear. But if you do, and the next step in the process is the second date, right? There, I give them a list of items to bring so that I can start to build their financial plan. And I use some financial planning software called eMoney. And we build this plan. And then every single time we get back together, we're going to refer back to that eMoney plan that we put together to say, all right, last year when we talked or six months ago when we talked, we said we were going to do this. Where are we? Anything change in your life? We can update what we need to on the fly. We can do what-if scenarios. We can do absolutely anything that we need to do that's going to keep them on track for that low Vita local life. So many of us have the tendency to just be a do-it-yourselfer. Do you really need a financial planner? Can you get away with doing it yourself? You know, some people can. There really are some people that they play the stock market and they do a great job. But, you know, some people, even those people that are do-it-yourselfers, they still are not sure if they're on track. They may have accumulated a lot of money, but am I on track? Is this going to be enough? And so they still made me with a financial planner, put a financial plan together, and while they do everything else on their own, they may still meet with me once a year just to see, all right, this is what I said I was going to do. I've accomplished monetarily what I wanted to do. Is there something I missed? Is there something else out there that I need to be focused on? Other than the the do-it-yourselfers, most people really do need help. You're listening to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. Time for a break. We're visiting with our guest, Juanita Stevens, financial planner with J. Stevens Wealth Management. Give Juanita a call at 855-412-5104. That's 855-412-5104. Or visit her online at jstevenswealthmanagement.com. That's jstevenswealthmanagement.com, Stevens with a PH, or again, 855-412-5104. When we come back, we'll get into some of the biggest concerns clients have when they come in for financial planning with our guest, Juanita Stevens, financial planner on Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We're back on Ask the Experts, Talk 1370, The Right Choice. Casey Johns here. Don't forget, you can catch up with past episodes online at talk1370.com slash experts. Also on the Odyssey app, download it in the App Store. Look for Talk 1370, click on Ask the Experts, and catch up with past episodes anytime, anywhere. Our guest in the studio today, we're talking financial planning with Juanita Stevens from J. Stevens Wealth Management. Juanita and her team are ready to help you with your financial planning. Whether you've got retirement planning to do, maybe you haven't done any planning and you need to get started, it's never too late to start. Give Juanita a call at 855-412-5104. That's 855-412-5104. Or online at jstevenswealthmanagement.com. That's jstevenswealthmanagement.com. Stevens with a PH. Let's talk about some of the biggest concerns that when clients come in and meet with you for the first time, talk about some of those uh, chief concerns that they bring up during that first meeting. The two most important things that people talk to me about, they don't know where to start. And secondly, they're afraid that they're going to run out of money in retirement. I'm telling you, it is almost you can almost see it on their bodies when they're, when they're talking to me, what their concerns are. And when they say somebody comes in and they're 50 years old and they say, you know, I've been thinking about retiring in, in the next few years, you know, and I don't even know where I'm at. I don't know if I have accumulated enough. I don't know if there are some other things that I needed. And, yeah, I went to my HR department. They told me, based on how many years I've been here and how much I've accumulated at work, this is what I'll get when I retire if I wait till I'm 65. But I know there's some other things out there. What are they? I have no idea. And then when I hear people say, people that are close to retirement or they're already in retirement, and they say to me, What if I run out of money? But they don't just say that. You feel it Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. they're afraid they're going to run out of money. And I say to them, listen, here's the best thing. We're going to start wherever you are right now. And when I, I constantly keep saying, I ask a whole bunch of questions because I need to understand. I can't do what I need to do until I really know the full picture, even if They have money with three or four other people. I need to know about that, too. They may choose not to bring it all to me, but I still need to know about it. Because as we're putting together a plan, I'm looking at e-money, and it says if you retire at 65, let's say it's a woman, and we expect you to live to 86, hmm, we got, and you retire at 65, we got to get you to 86, that money has to make it. 
So I started talking to them about mailbox money or what I call mailbox money. And that's that money that's always going to be in your account no matter what happens. That is that pension money or it may be annuity money that's always going to be there. And if everything that you have is in the market and you're talking about return, what are you going to do if the market goes down 40%? All of us got to have some mailbox money. We got to have it. And then what happens if I talk to them about all of their concerns? And, and part of that is I'm, I'm checking off the boxes. So do you have some mailbox money? Do you have life insurance? Do you have a will? Do you have an estate plan? And, if, and, and when they say no, here's somebody's card, here's somebody's card. We want to get that done. There's so many pieces to this puzzle. Oh my and, and, and like you said, how many people come in that, you know, they're, they're working their regular eight to five job. You They've got, got a good job. You they probably it. just in their benefits package have a 401k or something like it. that. But that's probably the extent of the planning mm. that they've done. And that's not good enough in this day and age. It's something. Something's better than nothing, but it's no. really not good enough, is it? I tell them, look, we got to put a, some buckets in place. I call it the bucket plan. We got to put a bucket plan in place. You, meant, you mentioned that bucket plan. Talk about, spell that out a little bit for us and, and mm. what that entails as a key part of a retirement, of a, uh, a retirement plan. So this is what I tell people. I always tell the story of my dad. When I was growing up, my dad never learned to read and write, but he knew money. And we didn't have checking accounts. We didn't have credit cards. You remember those old coffee cans, like the big old Maxwell House coffee cans and the Folgers coffee cans? Well, when my dad got ready to pay the bills, he would pull the cans out. And, And my maiden name is White. And so we had a can for the... For the mortgage, we had a can for the utility bills, for the phone bills, and we had a white can. And my daddy would would put the money in the buckets, and then he would put it in an envelope. He would go physically and pay these bills, right? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's almost like Dave Ramsey's envelope system, but turned, right. in, turned into coffee cans. Right. <laughs> but, but my dad would say, Nita, always put in the white can first. Pay yourself first. You going to pay everybody else? Pay yourself first. That has stuck in my mind. And so when I became a financial planner, I started talking about the buckets, right? The more buckets of money that you have when you get ready to retire, the more likely that you will retire well. If all you have is Social Security, I guarantee you, you're not retiring well. Yeah, absolutely. But if you have mailbox money, you have some other investments and maybe a pension, You might have some annuity money and some other investments and other things that you did over here and some other properties. You might have rental properties. Those are your buckets. And now let's make sure those buckets are secure. We don't want those buckets to have holes in the bottom. We need that water to stay in those buckets. Let's talk a little bit more about legacy planning. That's another important piece of of making sure that your retirement planning and your estate plan for the later years of your life. You want to make sure that that's set up there. Talk about defining a legacy and getting that set and kind of locked in as you begin your retirement planning. Hmm. So this is the really funny thing. People, when I start asking questions, they say, 
Well, I'm not really sure what legacy planning is. And legacy planning is when I'm gone, what legacy am I leaving behind? Mm-hmm. Right? Hopefully it's not just bills. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I remind people, sometimes people have gotten divorced. And the first question I say, if you've been divorced before, did you change the beneficiary on your retirement accounts? Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you, there's nothing worse than husband over here dies and the new wife, he dies and the new wife calls up the insurance company and they say, ma'am, we can't give you information on that because you're not the beneficiary. The ex-wife is. Oh, my gosh. That's right. And she and the new wife is ready to dig him up and beat him over again. Right. <laughs> and so I talk to them about who are your beneficiaries? And then, listen, a lot of us grew up, I grew up without money. And now that I do better, what legacy am I going to leave? Not just to my children, but are those, there are some organizations that are important to me. I have a client who someone died and they left 25% of their estate to the ASPCA. Oh, wow. She volunteered mm-hmm. on their board. And she left 25% of what she had there. Sometimes people will donate. There are elders who have no children. And let's say it's an older woman and her husband has already passed. She had no children. She was an only child. Who else is she going to leave it to? She may leave everything she has to her church. She may leave her house, her property, and she'll leave life insurance to them. And we got to get better about just leaving here, leaving this earth, and never having done the work that's required to leave somebody else better off. Leaving a mark behind on those organizations and those causes that are just so important to you here and then when you're gone as well. You mentioned the La Vida Loca life. Talk about that. (laughs) Tell our listeners a little bit what that means and, and how you work that into retirement planning for your clients. So people always laugh when I say that, but I'm telling you, it's different for every single person. Some people say, I I take them through this questionnaire that says, what's important? Why is money important to you? What does it mean to you? What does it bring? You know? And so I ask them, what does the La Vida Loca life look like to you? And I get answers like, oh, well, my husband and I are going to go, we're going to buy an RV and we're going to just travel the country. And then we'll go and visit. We have kids on the East Coast and one on the West Coast. And we'll just go back and forth. We'll spend six months here, but we have an RV so we don't have to stay in their house. If they get sick of us or we get sick of them, we can go in the RV. And so that's what they say. And some people say, oh, we're going to cruise all over the world. And some people will tell me, Well, you know, all those things that I put off for years and years and years and years, that's what I'm going to do when I retire. But listen, if they don't have a solid plan in place, did you know that when people retire, the first 10 years of retirement, they go and do the things they wanted to do? The second 10 years, so if you retire when you're, Let's say a teacher. It was a husband and wife. They were 
they were in the education field. So they retire when they're 55. Okay. So for 10 years, they travel, they have fun, they go on cruises. And then the second 10 years, they're like, the husband might say, well, you want to go back to, you want to take another cruise to Jamaica? No, we did that six times. Uh, nah, I don't want to take a cruise this year. I, let's just stay home. Let's just go see the kids. Got it all out of their right? system, and now they're uh -huh. bored. <laughs> and the third 10 years, they're like, if you ask me to get on the highway, I'm going to kill you. I don't want to do it. I cannot imagine traveling. I'm tired. Can't we just stay home? How about we garden? Yeah. Let's do something fun. Yeah. And so it changes all the time. But this is what I tell people. Before you re retire, if you don't have a plan, this is the story that I tell everybody. I used to work at IBM. I'm a programmer by trade. And on the bulletin board, we had this, uh, on every main hall was this uh, bulletin board, and one of the little posters on it was on the move. Everybody in Austin that got promoted was on this bulletin board. And then there was one for the retirees. And I would see these people. I didn't know them. But they would tell how many years they had been there, 30 years, 35. One guy had been there 50 years. And within about six months, the people who had been at IBM Austin, they would then show those people who had passed away. And I noticed something within the first year. Those same people who had just retired, about 30% of them would die within six months. Oh, wow. And I was talking to my manager and said, what's happening? This is scaring me. And she said, you know why they're dying? We become what we do. And then when you're no longer doing that, it's hard to figure out who you are anymore. Where do you fit? Yeah. Right? It, it, it's almost like a, your reason for living. You got your it. reason for living your life you just got it. goes away. They give up the will to live. And so that's why I talk to people about what does it look like? Every time, every year we get ready to retire, I say, all right, are you thinking closer to your little Vita local life? And they'll say, Juanita, you talk to me about that every year. I know because I'm trying to get you to plan before you retire. Do not retire before you have a plan. Know what you're going to do. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, there's so many people that probably go into retirement. They're so used to that eight to five grind. They walk away from it. Without having that plan, their La Vida Loca life ready to go, and you got it's it. like, what do I do now? And it's, you got it, it just ends up being something that should be the happiest part of, or one of the happiest parts of your life, just turns into something that's not. Coming up on the bottom of the hour on Ask the Experts, time for a break with our guest Juanita Stevens from J. Stevens Wealth Management. We're talking all things financial planning. Give Juanita and her team a call to get your retirement planning going, 855-412-5104. That's 855-412-5104. Online at jstevenswealthmanagement.com. Stevens with a PH, jstevenswealthmanagement.com. Back with more here on Ask the Experts in just a couple of minutes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. Our expert in the studio today, Juanita Stevens, financial planner at J. Stevens Wealth Management. Juanita's ready to help you with your legacy planning. 855-412-5104, 855-412-5104, or visit her online at jstevenswealthmanagement.com. That's Stevens with a P-H, jstevenswealthmanagement.com. Talk to us about the financial plan. Let's get into some nuts and bolts here. How does this tool help with the long-term process of planning for retirement? I use a, a tool called eMoney, and this is what we do. I'm going to ask you to bring everything associated with your life, except your firstborn child, right? <laughs> I'm going to ask you to print out your Social Security statement, and most people don't even know that they have to go to ssa.gov to print it out. They don't, mail them to, it. Yeah. they don't mail them to us anymore. Because I want to see what we can plan for coming from Social Security, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm going to include that in your income, Yeah. right? I want to know what you make now. What is your income? What other assets do you have out there? How many kids do you have? Do, are you taking care of mom and dad or a special needs child? I want to know if you have a will. Let me see a copy of it. I want to see if you have an, uh, any kind of estate plan or a trust. Let me see a copy. I want to go through it. Give me a copy of your last two years of worth of taxes. I want to see what, what your life, your financial life entails. Any other investments that you have out there, I'm going to ask you to bring those statements. And every single thing that you bring me, I'm going to load all that information in e-money. And so now I know, even if your kids are married, I want to know the, the daughter-in-law's name or the son-in-law's name. I want to know everybody's date of birth, so I can send them a card. Nice. I want to know everything so that when we get together to review, I don't just want you to be focused on your returns. This is a long-term plan. This financial plan says everything about my life is intentional. I'm trying to get from point A to point B. And I got to take these steps in the middle. But you know what? It's called life happens. And in that living that you're doing, you're planning on going straight and your life is going to say, I got to go right for a minute. That that, that road's going to be a little curvy. That's right. Whether you think it is or not. That's right. And so when you come back the next time, or you may just call me and say, hey, I lost my job. Hey, life happened. Yeah. And I'm 62, Juanita. What does it look like? Um. We were talking about me retiring at 65. Guess what? We can make changes on the fly and do what-if scenarios, and I can say, well, if you, we had said if you retired based on what you had, you would bring in X amount of dollars per year. And if you go three years earlier, this is the amount. Are you good with that? They either say yes or no. And then I say, but, but even if you decide not to go back full-time, if we just want to supplement it for a while, Go get a part-time job doing something you really like to do. There you go. You don't have to go back to corporate America. You don't have to go back to what you used to do. What are some things that you really like? Y'all, it is so important to think differently than what you've always done. That's my job, to get you thinking. 
just to think outside the box a little you bit. You got it. You got it. When you have clients come in, do men and women have the same fears and concerns about their financial future as you're working with your clients to build these plans? No. They are totally and absolutely different. Okay, so this is the part I love. Men have been in the in the working field forever. And even if they didn't know something, some man grabbed them by the shoulder and said, look at here, kid, you need to do this, this, and this. And I remember when I worked at IBM, I started when I was 17, and, and I was looking at these people who I thought were so old, they were in their 30s, and I, I remember thinking, wow, they, they have a great house, and they drive a great car, and, and uh, I knew nothing. I came from a family, we didn't have a checking account, we didn't have a, we had a, a, what we called a pass-through savings, right? we put money in and pass through and take it out, <laughs> right? My dad was a saver, but my mother was not. And so that was what I grew up knowing. All of us, brings the, we bring this financial history with us everywhere mm. we go. And so two people pulled me aside, and they were both men, and said, honey, why are you still getting a paper check? Have them deposit your check directly in your bank account. And I was like, well, I have a bank account. And he said, oh, well, let's go out to the credit union right now. I'm going to help you set up a checking account. And he did. And so I get this checking account. Now, didn't I just tell you I didn't grow up with one, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know mm -hmm. how they work. And so I figured if I still had checks in the book, I still had money. Ah. I went that first weekend, and I wrote checks all over Austin. And then people started calling me, talking about, come pick this check up. And I was like, why? I gave it to you. I didn't understand the concept. That seems so silly. But you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, yeah, and 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 like you said, to have not grown up with that, yeah, you don't know exactly. Oh my gosh! So I called this same guy back, and I said, "These people are calling me, saying that I bounced a check." And he said, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know that I needed to show you how to balance a checkbook, but let's do that." So he did. And then another one, they didn't even know each other. Neither of them ever knew the other one was helping me. He said. Wow, you get an opportunity at 18 to buy IBM stock. Are you buying IBM stock? And I said, I don't know nothing about stocks. And he said, you don't have to. Tell them to take 10% of your check and apply it to buying IBM stock. I was coachable of nothing else, so I did it. And then IBM had a pension already. Mm -hmm. And then they started this 401k, and he came to me and said, hey, did you go to the 401k meeting? I said, no, I didn't go because I didn't know what that was. And he said, you don't have to understand it. Have them take 10% of your check and go to the, uh, the your 401k. And these are the things I want you to invest it in. I mean, he did it for me. I was one of the lucky few women. Women, my generation, were was the first generation where it was a bunch of women in the corporate scene. But I give the example of those men helping me because that was what they were used to doing. There was no woman plucking us up saying, hey, you need to do this financially. You need to do that. And so it's still fairly new to women. And then another thing we've done to women and we continue to do is we continue to treat them differently as we're raising them up. We tell our boys, go and slay the dragon. And we tell our girls, prepare to go and get a man that's going to slay the dragon. We are still doing it. Mm. And so professional women that make really good money 
are still blowing every dime, waiting on that man to come and help them slay the dragon. And I say to them, what if he never comes? And I see this look of panic on their faces. Like, what do you mean? What if he never comes? Mm-hmm. And it, Well, I've never considered it. You do know that there are women that go their whole lives and never get married, right? Yeah, but I never thought I'd be one. Oh, okay. And so I really, really, really focus on women because, listen, it's a new concept that women spend $3,000 for a purse or even $300 for a purse. And that everyday Janes go and spend $300 on their hair or that we're driving this really nice car and we live in an apartment. There's a disconnect in how we're raising our girls and women and what we expect them to do. And then they get to be 50 and they come to me because they got referred to me and say, you know, I've worked about 12 jobs and every time I left, I spent the money that was in that pension. And now I'm afraid I'm not gonna have enough to retire. And I say, you know what? Stop panicking. We're going to start where you are. You're playing catch up. So how willing are you to pay yourself till it hurts? Yeah. Yeah. You get the, you can always fix it. You just got to put in. You got well, it. Most of the time you can fix it. You got it. You got to put in the hard work though. You got it. So I don't, I don't encounter that with men. Men, even if they haven't done a good job, they still act like they did. And they say, well, here's all my stuff. And they bring all the papers and say, here's all my stuff. What do you think? And so I say, well, I think you've got a good start. And here's where we need to go to get you. I need you to fly with the eagles, not be down here running with the chicken. And so here's where what we're going to do to get you there. Time for our final break on Ask the Experts. We're visiting with Juanita Stevens, financial planner with J. Stevens Wealth Management. Visit her online at jstevenswealthmanagement.com. That's Stevens with a PH, jstevenswealthmanagement.com. Or give her a call, 855-412-5104, 855-412-5104. Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. We're talking financial planning with Juanita Stevens back after this on Talk 1370. Welcome back to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. We're talking all things financial planning today with Juanita Stevens, financial planner with J. Stevens Wealth Management. Juanita's ready to help you with your retirement planning. Never too late to start. You want to make sure you've got those ducks in a row for when you decide to quit the J-O-B and live your La Vida Loca life. 855-412-5104, the phone number, 855-412-5104. Or visit her online at jstevenswealthmanagement.com. That's Stevens with a PH, jstevenswealthmanagement.com. You mentioned the disconnect between men and women. Talk about the young people that come in. How do they work with a financial planner? What do they need to be exposed to, woken up to, taught that they're just not getting from anywhere else? Oh my gosh. So, we have raised a generation of young people. Y'all, I'm, this is not a negative thing necessarily, but we have raised a generation of entitled people. We now play sports where everybody gets a trophy. We now have moms and dads going to the school saying, what do you mean my kid got a D on that test? Change it. Change it. 
And so now we have uh, a whole generation, two generations of young people that just want to hit the easy button. I don't want to do no long-term stuff. I want to make money right now. I, w- I want to work three hours and get paid for eight. Yeah, but even the ones that have a good work ethic, they are the microwave generation. I want what I want, and I want it now. Instant gratification. And so one of the things that, that has had to change in our industry is that we have to build the technology in. They don't want me to mail them a statement. They want to be anywhere in the world and pull up their account, and I want to see what's going on. Oh, and by the way, I want to be able to make changes. Oh, and by the way, I want to be able to just email you or call you and say, hey, I was looking at my account. I want to, I want to buy this or I want to make this change. And they know that because they looked at it from anywhere. And anywhere usually means on their phone. Yeah, I was going to say, they're, they're at least in tune, but it's usually through That's an right. app on their smartphone. And so every single one of us in this industry, if you want to work with young people, you got to build your technology up. And then you got to give them a place where not only can I see just this one account, one of the other reasons why I use eMoney, it's because they can aggregate every account they have, their bank account over here, their E-Trade account, and their uh, whatever accounts they have, they can pull it all in one place and pull it up. And that's important to them. And just and see so, one snapshot right that's there. That's right. It's not okay for us to say, well, I just don't want to work with young people because they want too much. <laughs> well, y'all, it is our job. Yeah. to guide and to teach and to live a life of example. And if by doing that, we have to learn some technology, get over it. Mm-hmm. We have to learn it. And we have to be willing to meet with them remotely. They don't want to come to my office. It didn't have anything to do with the pandemic. They don't want to come to my office. Yeah. They want to be wherever they want to be. And they don't mind Zooming. They'll talk to me on the phone. They'll Zoom with me. But they're not coming to the office. I've been doing this for a year and a half, Zooming with people, because I got customers that are not in this state, right? Mm -hmm. Or they're not in this city. They're not going to come from Dallas or Houston or Louisiana or California to talk to me. Yeah. So we have to be able to give them options that fit what they want. Adapt to the technology that they're so Mm -hmm. ingrained with. Everybody that grows up right now is just so ingrained with technology, and pretty much every industry is changing that way. Talk a little bit about when you have parents coming in, do you find them bringing their adult children into the process to kind of get them exposed? I, I, I think about it with my own parents mm-hmm. as I'm starting to learn about how they have things set up for, you know, when they eventually pass on. You do, you, do you find that uh, parents are bringing their adult children into the process at oh, any point? My gosh. Here's the thing. There are many financial planners or financial advisors that would say, I don't want to meet their kids. I encourage them to bring them. I have a lot of uh, elderly women, and they got referred to me because I worked with another one. And and she'll say, well, honey, uh, you need to call Juanita. And so they'll come to me. And they may be in their 70s or 80s. And I say, bring your kids. Or at least have them on the phone or or while you're in the office or I'll come to you. Let's have them on Zoom. I can tell you that when my mother was living, there's no way I want somebody talking to my mother about business and one of her adult children were not there. And so because I felt that way, 
I think it's important for me to have those kids know what's going on. I don't want the mother to call them later and say, or the father, you know, to call them at 9 o'clock tonight and say, well, we just rolled over all our money to this new lady. And the kids will go, what? Who? What? Where you meet them? How you know them? What? What? That's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, remember I said we're putting together a plan. So I know the kids' names. I want to put a, a face with a name because one of these days, they may have to call me and say, my mother passed or my father passed. Juanita, I don't even know what they have. Let me tell you something. There is nothing worse than a parent or somebody dies, and now through your grief, you're having to learn all this new stuff. You don't know what anything is. You're having a hard time focusing, and now you got to learn all this? That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's bad enough that you're going through that grieving process of losing a loved one. Yeah. Now you've got to figure out not only the nuts and bolts of what they had and where it. and where everything is, but it. also how it all works and, you got it. and all that. And so, yeah. so here's the thing. I encourage the parents, once we build your financial plan, even if they don't want the kids to see everything before, because you know the older generation, everything was a secret. Mm -hmm. How many people right now today I was an adult child, and I, I didn't know how much my parents made. They never talked to us about money. Even parents that had a lot of money, they gave their children money. But they didn't talk to them about money. Yeah. We gave and gave and gave and gave. But again, we built a generation of entitled people. Well, what if you include them in, I bring them in, and go through their financial plan with them? The parents will give me guidance on what all they want their kids to see. How, how they, deep they want to be that's involved. Right. Yeah. They may say, well, Juanita, I don't want them to know how much I make right now. Let's just look at the overall plan. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. They get to decide that. But I want the kids to understand how this works. Because right now, the kids may be so young, they don't even have a job yet. Or they, they're early in their career and they're not making good money. But later on... They may need my help. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be okay for them to know me before mom and dad says, well, call Juanita, she can help you. And they go, well, she sounds old. Maybe I should get somebody young. But if they have experience with me, we go with what we know, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that they are comfortable, especially when I'm dealing with elders. I want to make sure that their grown kids are comfortable with me. Because I like to bring them in on that first or second date meeting because the kids may say, the kids may be in Washington State and the parents are in Georgetown. And the kids will say, Mom, I loved everything that she said and I learned a lot, but I really think we ought to get somebody up here. That's okay. That's okay. See, my theory is if I do the right thing, God's going to always bless my business. So I don't worry about who's not going to be with me, my role is coaching and teaching. And and that kind of goes into my next question. We we hear so much with different financial planners and advertisements on the radio and on TV, people talking about a, a fiduciary duty. Talk about what that means and why it's so important as you're dealing with your clients. So I'm going to talk about it in layman's terms. I'm not going to talk about it the way the, the SEC defines it. You have a duty to do the best thing for your client, not what's going to make you the most money. And my theory is 
every single one of us that are in the financial financial industry, even if you don't have a title behind your name, even if you don't have, uh, you don't, you're not a CFP or a CHFC or whatever acronym is behind your name, you have a duty to do the right thing. That ain't something you can teach. You can't go to class and somebody teach you how to do the right thing for people. It ought to be ingrained in you. Mm-hmm. And it ought to be ingrained because all of us were taught everything you put out into the ether comes back to you. So you ought to want to put out good stuff so good stuff comes back. That fiduciary duty says, when you come in to me and you say, so Juanita, I'm thinking about doing such and such, and I got this product that's going to make me a lot of money. I don't say, well, I... even if it's not even good for them. I don't want to say, well, I, I think you ought to look at this product. It's great. Because, see, they see us as an expert. And so if the expert told me that's what I should do, even if it's not good for them, that's not right. Yeah. Every one of us has that fiduciary duty. Some of us, depending on the licenses you have, the SEC and FINRA says, if you have those licenses, you have a fiduciary duty. And part of that duty is, I just had an example recently where I was reviewing with a client and she was an elderly woman and another lady got on the phone and was speaking for her and would not let her talk. And every question I asked her, I could hear the woman in the background saying, you don't have to answer that. Don't tell her that. I don't want you to talk about that. Now, my fiduciary duty is not to that other lady, but to my client. My fiduciary duty said I needed to report that. And so I call my compliance department to say, I need you to give me some guidance on this. I think it's some elderly abuse going on there. Mm-hmm. That's my fiduciary duty. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But it's also the morally right thing to do. Yeah. Financial planning aside in so many industries, mm-hmm. that really is the bottom line. It's just do what's right. Plain what a simple. concept. What a concept. <laughs> it, 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 it just seems so simple, but you know, common sense is not so common sometimes. Juanita, we're wrapping up here. We've just got a couple minutes left. Kind of one last thing, obviously, and and you kind of touched on this when we were talking about parents bringing their adult children into the conversation and the sensitivity of information, how much people want to share. How can clients be assured their personal business will be safe with you or with any financial planner? Again, that comes back to our fiduciary responsibility. I'm lucky that my broker dealer, every piece of paper I get, I scan it in and then I get to shred it. I don't have to keep, I don't have files. I don't keep anything. And you can be assured that everything, part of this industry is the assurance that I'm not going to go out and tell Linda Walker came and spoke to me and let me tell you what she said. Let me tell you what she had. That's part of my responsibility. When you walk out the door, you know that everything we just talked about will never get discussed with somebody else. I may speak in generalities as I've done today. But I'm never going to tell your name. I'm never going to tell your specifics because somebody may know you and guess and Mm -hmm. figure it out. And every piece of paper, every document that you give me is secure. It is secure behind a firewall. We have that responsibility in this industry. Not just the the technical and the 
business aspects there, but also, as you mentioned, just doing the right thing, protecting your clients, plain and simple. Juanita Stevens, our guest, she's a financial planner. Juanita's ready to help you with your particular situation. You've got some retirement planning you need to do. Maybe you haven't done some retirement planning. It's never too late to start. 855-412-5104. That's 855-412-5104. Or visit her online at jstevenswealthmanagement.com. That's Stevens with a P-H, jstevenswealthmanagement.com. Juanita, anything final before we wrap up here on Ask the Experts? My final thing is you cannot call up 1-800-I-didn't-plan-well. Can you hook me up in retirement? You got to have a plan. Have a plan, execute a plan. Juanita, thanks so much for your time today. We appreciate it. Thank you. And we'll be back with more after this on Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.